Well, hello, and welcome back to another podcast episode with Brittany Bundles. You are listening to the Brittany Bundles podcast, where we empower people through entrepreneurship. And before we get started with today's topic, I do want to give a special shout out and thank you to our sponsor. Today's sponsor is Tawana's Yanni's and Ting's, powered by Makeover Styles. Tawana Niqua is the owner. They are your number one Yanni wholesale supply. Start your journey to financial freedom while sharing natural feminine wellness products with your family and friends. Join them on social media. With over 14,000 Yanni Pops sold, they are the GOAT in the Yanni business. Their website is www.mmosfashionstyles.com. Again, that's www.mmosandmary, mmosandmary, O, S as in Sam, fashion styles, F as in Frank, A, S as in Sam, H I O N as in Nancy, S as in Sam, T as in Tom, Y L E S as in Sam.com. They are on social media, Instagram at Make Me Over Styles. That is Make M A K E, Me M E, Ova, O V A, Styles, S T Y L E S. Facebook, Make Me Over Styles as well. They do also have a Facebook group at Tawana's Yanni's and Tings. So Tawana's, Yanni, and Tings. I'll spell that out. Tawana's is T-O-W-A-N-A apostrophe S, Yanni's, Y-O-N-I apostrophe S, and Tings, T-I-N-G-S. They're on TikTok and YouTube at Tawana Talking Tips. So be sure to go over and check out their social media and their website. Again, they are the GOAT in the Yanni business. They have sold over 14,000 Yanni Pops. That is huge. So be sure that you are tapping in to check out what the rave is all about. And again, thank you so much, Tawana Niqua, for sponsoring this podcast episode. We truly appreciate you and your business, Tawana's Yanni's and Ting's. In just a moment, we'll get started with the podcast episode. Well, hello, and welcome back to another podcast episode with Brittany Bundles. You are listening to the Brittany Bundles podcast, where we empower people through entrepreneurship. And today, what I want to talk about is being relatable in business and the benefits of doing so. We often talk about the importance of building relationships in business, and I want to piggyback off of that today. Many of us hide behind our products, hoping that they will sell themselves. And for some, that concept works. But for many, it doesn't. So if you're wanting to increase interaction with your business, leading to sales, consider opening up and introducing the person behind the brand. This is important to your relatability in business for a few reasons. So today we're going to be talking about that. So if you are interested in today's podcast, where again, we're talking about the importance of being relatable in business. This goes back to the foundation, the building blocks of a successful business. Like I say in a lot of podcast episodes, as well as on my YouTube channel at Brittany Bundles, there are millions of ways to structure your business. There are millions of ways to sell your products and services. You do not have to follow after one specific roadmap to success. 
However, I can say that there are certain fundamentals that are definitely visible and that are established across the board in a lot of successful businesses. I do do consultations very frequently with a lot of business owners that are in different positions with their business. And I also have a business myself. And one thing that I can say is that building relationships, no matter what industry you're in, has definitely shown to be beneficial in so many different sales arenas. And again, it doesn't matter what industry you're in necessarily, just being relatable and being able to be that person of contact, that person of relatability, that person of expertise has definitely shown, it's shown its benefits in increasing interaction and sales through a multitude of businesses. And so today we're gonna to be talking about the importance of relatability in business. And we're going to be talking about structuring our business in a way to engage more people and to continue building toward our definition of success. So again, if you're interested, be sure to get ready, grab a friend, family member, go ahead and share the podcast episode. You can share the podcast via social media. So you can share it by um, pasting this link on your Facebook. You can paste this link in a text message if you wanna share it to your friends that way. You can send it via email. You can also share it via Twitter. There's just so many ways that you can share this podcast. And like I say in a lot of different podcast episodes, sharing the podcast not only helps the Brittany Bundles podcast to get out and to continue to grow with entrepreneurs that are interested in sales fundamentals, with entrepreneurs that are interested in building their business on solid foundation, but it also helps to share and promote businesses that have been on this podcast platform, as well as businesses that have sponsored episodes. So again, today's sponsor, today's sponsor is Tawana's, Yanni's, and Ting's. And so we want to make sure that we're sharing this episode, not just for the benefit of the podcast being out there or the benefit of other entrepreneurs hearing it, but also for the benefit of our sponsors and for the benefit of those that have come on the podcast to share their entrepreneurial journey. So get ready, get set. We're about to start in just a moment. Welcome back to another podcast episode with Brittany Bundles. All right. All right. So again, welcome back. And today, like I mentioned, we're going to be talking about the importance of being relatable in business and its benefits. So the first point that I want to touch on is people tend to buy from whom they can relate to. There are a lot of entrepreneurs just stumped trying to find the recipe for sales success. They're wondering, well, why am I not receiving sales? I have created a website. I am marketing through paid ads on Facebook and Instagram. I've gone to multiple pop-up shops. I'm even going live on Facebook, but I'm not actually getting the sales. And so one may think, okay, because I'm going live on Facebook, I'm showing my face. 
And that means that I am not hiding behind my products. That means that I am showing potential customers and clients who I am and that I'm there for them. And to an extent, I can see where you're going with that if you are thinking that. But what I do want to say is there are a lot of people that are hiding behind their products, expecting their products to do all of the work for them, expecting their posts to sell all of the products for them. And what I like to talk about in a lot of different consultations where the focus is marketing is different ways on how to bring and engage your target audience. See, for me, I use posts as a conversion method to direct interaction and traffic back to my website or to my email mailing list or to my DM box, whatever I'm looking at or wherever I'm looking at, having a interaction segment where I can build a tighter relationship with people that are interested in what I'm offering is where I'm looking to drive the traffic. So again, I'm not focused and I'm saying again, because I say this in a lot of YouTube videos as well as on my podcast, I'm not focused on the likes that I get necessarily. I'm not focused on how many people left heart emojis under my pictures, although it's appreciated. I'm focused on how many people are interested and have reached out or have converted their initial interest, maybe from Instagram or from a Facebook post, to my website to chat with me, to my DM box to continue the conversation, to my email account, to my business phone line, but I'm looking to continue to build because I know that my product alone, I shouldn't rely on my product alone to sell itself. Now, if you do have a good product, and you are confident in the product, of course, that is going to have a huge impact on the amount of sales that you're able to receive. But that's not the only thing that we're looking at. People tend to buy from whom they can relate to. People tend to buy from people that they are comfortable with. True story, I was recently looking for another tablet at an AT&T store. And I went to the first AT&T store and I wasn't greeted. Um, no one made eye contact with me. I wasn't able to get any questions at answered uh, because no one no one acknowledged that I was there. So I left after about five minutes of standing there and I went ahead and I went to another AT&T store and immediately I was greeted. I was able to make eye contact. The people that were there were very interactive. They asked me how my day was going. They asked me what I was looking for. They were very patient. Um, they threw in I, I, sometimes people call it fluff talk, but they throw in talk to build rapport so that I would feel more comfortable taking advice or leaning toward the recommendations of whatever they decided to offer. So that is a, a strong sales strategy in whatever industry you're in, being able to build that relationship and build that rapport. Because like I said, people tend to buy from people that they trust, that they can relate to. And if you're not allowing people to get the opportunity or have the opportunity to meet you as a person and they're only greeted by business jargon or business lingo so they're only greeted by a robot which i talk a lot about shopify and i talk a lot about working smarter not harder and the benefits of having automated pre-automated messages and replies set up but i also talk about not getting too invested and relaxed with allowing a system to run your business instead of you actually being there to build those genuine relationships. There are a million people selling what you sell. And that's what in any industry, there are so many people out there doing what you want to do or doing what it is you're doing. 
but it's the how you do it that's going to differentiate your business from the next. There are lots of people that sell hair extensions just like I do, but I don't get wrapped up in competition or competing because I know that there's only one person that can build rapport like I can. There's only one person that has the communication skills and gifts that God blessed me with that's completely different from everyone else. God put a personality inside all of us. And so although some things may be similar, there's no one that's going to think exactly how you think or communicate exactly how you think. So that's the first point that I wanna to touch on. People tend to buy from whom they can relate to, from whom they feel comfortable with, from whom they, they know is a real person, from whom they, they know that they can trust. People tend to buy from those people. And then being able to be relatable. I want to touch on this before we move to the next point. There are a lot of entrepreneurs that have gotten just so cocky. So cocky. Yeah, my business has, has done this. And I've done this. And I've done this. And although it's great to share what you've done. I mean, I share what I've done. There are a lot of businesses that share what, they, what they've done. You should. You should definitely talk about what you've done. What you're doing. And the benefit and value that you have contributed to your customers and clients. That's something to talk about. But I'm talking about the entrepreneurs that are allowing business to make them feel superior to everyone else. See, one thing in business that I never want to stray away from is always remembering where I came from. I'm no better than anybody. I'm not trying to be better than anybody. All I want to do is be my best self because when I'm my best self, that's when I can give the best value. It's all a, a circle. There are certain people that are blessed with certain gifts and certain people that are blessed in this area and blessed in this area. And wouldn't it be amazing if we all use what we were blessed in to help one another? And in return, it's also building our business. And in return, it's also uh, being able to allow us to live the lifestyle that we want to live. So whether that means we want to go to a nine to five or whether that means we want to work at home through our business, we have the option to do either. So I always want to be myself and I always want to be relatable. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later in the podcast because there are some people that try and adapt a different personality that's not them just for the sake of being relatable. So I'm not saying be relatable and fake, but I'm saying be yourself still in a professional way, <laughs> but be yourself and allow yourself to be present for your business. The next point that I want to point out and touch on is people enjoy watching, interacting with journeys. People enjoy watching and interacting with journeys. So think about it. I remember when the um, America's Next Top Model shows would air. I don't know if they, they're still airing or not, but I was very intrigued. I was a lot younger and I was very intrigued with just watching journeys of all of the different model contestants. I loved following along to see what happened, what they were doing, even if they got kicked off the show or if they didn't make it to the next round, I still was intrigued with their journey. I was still interested in watching. Look at some of the popular reality shows today. Even if that person is no longer on the show, a lot of people still keep up because people are naturally fascinated with watching and interacting with others' journeys. It's, it's interesting. It's exciting. 
sometimes it just gives you that that sense of, of comfort, knowing that someone else is going through something similar to what you're going through, which again, relates back to my first point, being relatable. So allow people to be able to join in and follow the journey with your business. That does not mean that you have to open up yourself to the point where you're not being safe anymore and you're sharing your personal address and you're sharing your personal phone number and you're sharing personal information that you don't want brought to the internet. I'm not saying anything like that, but I am saying things that are going to be valuable to the story and the concept of what you're offering and what you're doing will definitely interest some people out there if you're open to allowing people to come in and be able to see sometimes behind the scenes of what you're doing or to know about what you have overcome in order to get in that position that you're in. There are some people that are entrepreneurs and they're waiting until, well, I'm not going to get on my YouTube channel or I'm not going to create a YouTube channel or a tips page or I'm not going to offer this type of product until my business gets to this size or until. And although it's very wise to be strategic in business, it's also very wise to acknowledge and appreciate where you're currently at. How interesting would it be for someone to be able to follow your initial journey up until the until? Meaning how interesting would it be for someone to be able to follow from the first day that you decided to launch your website, even if it's online? And I'm saying even if it's online, because a lot of people that I've spoken to in relation to business consider their business to be less than because they're not a brick and mortar location. And I'll be the first to tell you that there are a lot of entrepreneurs that are very successful running online businesses. You don't have to be in a brick and mortar location for your business to be more legitimate than what it is right now. It's all about the mindset and it's all about the concept and the vision that you have for your business and your brand. So people enjoy watching and interacting with your journey. There are a lot of people that have reached out to me asking me questions about when I opened my salon and that was years ago. And from those questions, from that conversation, we're able to build rapport. They find something that they're able to relate to. So yes, you, you open the salon. This is something that I've wanted to do. And we start to build that rapport and that relationship. And so if they're looking to start a business, I then can go in and talk about what I recommend based on what they're looking to do. So I may recommend wholesale options or I may recommend drop shipping. I may recommend creating a professional biography for their website. It all depends on their unique interest and need. But the point is, I'm able to get interaction that leads up to sales because I was, I was willing to put my business journey out there. So don't ever forget that people enjoy watching your story. I mean, even if it's just 10 people that's watching, you never know how many people out of the 10 are going to reach out and want to continue a conversation with you. That will lead to business. Even if it's not a sale, it could lead to a business partnership down the line on another project or a business relationship that you can put into your community of resources. So there's value in sharing your business journey. The third point that I want to touch on is inspiration. Sometimes people will work with you in business because they find you inspiring. 
there are a lot of people that will reach out not just because I sell a certain product, but because something that I put out there on social media or something that I put out there when I was speaking at a different event inspired them to do something. Maybe it inspired them to start a business. Maybe it inspired them not to give up on their business. Maybe it inspired them to pivot their business or change the direction that it was going, change the products that they were offering, change the services. But whatever the case, a lot of people reach back out and they thank me for inspiring them to do certain things. And again, that goes back to building relationships. If you're only focused on getting the sale and you're not focused on building the relationship, a lot of times you're going to miss the ball. You're going to miss the shot. I don't know. I can go into, you know, a whole detailed uh, podcast as to why that is. I don't know the uh, blanket answer. So I'll have to do like a podcast if you're interested in that, because there's not just one blanket reason for that. But I can go over, you know, some some reasons that are most popular. But nevertheless, being inspirational, not even necessarily trying, but just sharing things that you've gone through and speaking from your heart. There may be something that's in your heart that you've been feeling that you need to speak on that God has placed there. And because you're overthinking it or because you're too shy to allow yourself to be seen through your business or in your business, you've, you're missing up on valuable opportunities. There are times that I still find myself shy. There are times that I'm still nervous to do certain things. But like I've said in a lot of podcast episodes, I have learned how to push myself through fear. So even if I'm scared, I'm not going to allow my fear to stop me from my blessing. I'm not going to allow my fear to stop my growth. I'm going to continue pushing past and doing what it is God created me to do and having faith that everything will work for my good. And even if it doesn't, Having backup plans, we've also talked about that on this channel, where I'm still okay financially. Now, the fourth point that I'd like to touch on is being relatable by default and not on purpose. Never try to be anyone you're not. Lots of times people can see right through it. So this is a mistake that a lot of entrepreneurs make. They open up themselves in business, so they create like a YouTube channel or they create a podcast, or they go live a lot on Facebook or Instagram. And they're doing it to try and build relatability. They're doing it to try and build rapport with potential customers, clients, viewers. But they're trying to be relatable, not, how can I put this? Trying to be relatable by being someone that they're not. You see, I never want to be someone that I'm not because it doesn't feel good. At that point, it's like you're still working and not able to fully enjoy entrepreneurship because it's something that you created, but you can't really be the you that you are because you've come out being someone else. And now you're trying to keep up with being someone else and it just doesn't feel good. I don't care what anyone says after a certain amount of time, it doesn't feel good acting like somebody you're not. That's why a lot of business relationships fail and, and so do personal relationships because one person or both people have gotten into a relationship or a commitment and neither one or either you know one of them have 
uh, decided to withhold who they are because they want the relationship so bad or because they want something from the other person or because they want something out of the business instead of just being honest and being you. Now, I'm not saying being you means that you don't need to change your word, ways or, you know, you can be rude and and disrespectful because I know a lot of people use that as an excuse. Well, I'm just me. That's why I cussed you out. Oh, I'm just me. That's why I didn't answer the phone. Oh, I'm just me. That's why I'm ruthless. That's not an excuse. We still want to be the best versions of ourselves. But you want to be relatable by being who you are. When I used to have to work in, at my nine to five, I didn't feel like I could be the full Britney that I can today. I had to dress a certain way. I had to use certain lingo. I had to do things that I really didn't want to do. I had to, I had to be someplace at times I didn't want to be. And so if I allowed too much of Britney to come to work, then I would have coaching sessions about how to act more like who they hired or who they were looking to hire for the position. And so a big perk of entrepreneurship is the fact that you don't have that cap. You don't have anyone coaching you on who to be. You have the full freedom and flexibility to be yourself. You have the full freedom and identity within yourself to be able to build relationships and connect with people that can understand and relate to the authentic you. And that's a blessing. So being relatable by default, be relatable by being yourself and not on purpose trying to be someone you're not. Now, the last point, the last tip that I want to talk about is a question. It's a question I want to ask you all. How can you build a genuine relationship with anyone without building rapport? All right, I'll ask again. How can you build a genuine relationship with anyone without building rapport? This goes back to what I was talking about initially in this episode. There are a lot of people that have allowed the technology of their business to lead it. And although, again, my motto is work smarter, not harder, I completely agree with using automated replies when it makes sense. I completely agree with using your business tools. But I also am very strong opinionated when it comes to relationship building and business. I don't have the clients that I have just because I have the best customer service in the world. I don't have the clients that I have just because I'm selling a certain product. I have the clients that I have a lot of times because of the relationships that I have invested into building, because of how I treat people, because of how I'm interacting, because of my integrity behind my business, because people know what they're going to get when they are doing business with me because of previous interactions or because of people that have interacted with me before, because I am relatable. I can understand a lot of circumstances that customers and clients have gone through. And so I do offer options because of that because I don't think that I'm better than anyone. I'm always trying to look at different solutions. And for things that I don't understand, I'm asking for clarity. And I'm still trying my best to put myself in their shoes. So when you're building a genuine relationship, a lot of times, if not all the time, you have to be there, even if it's virtually, 
but you should be there at some point of the during the interaction with as many people as you possibly can to build a genuine relationship. A lot of people think that it takes a lot, a lot of time and it's gonna take a lot of resources to build relationships and it's very tiring. And they think about all the negatives. So what if I get cussed out? What if they don't like me? What if I can't um, understand where they're coming from? What if, what if, what if? But there are so many things that we can worry about. And it's like, at one, what point are we going to allow our passion, our gifts, our vision, our purpose to outweigh the what ifs? At what point are we going to take a chance at being available for our customers and clients? At what point are we going to stop hiding behind our products and our website and allow people to really know who they're doing business with? At what point? There are a lot of people that enjoy shopping online. And those people, if you take a survey, a lot of them would still like to be able to interact if they had a question or a concern or if they wanted to just speak to the owner. That's why I talk about a lot of times on my YouTube channel, the importance of having a chat option on your website. And I'll just say it here, Shopify gives you the ability to do that. So if you don't have Shopify and you're watching this podcast episode on YouTube, click the link down below the video and um, I'll try to have a Shopify link there for you with a free trial. But it's so important to build genuine relationships in business not just for the sale, but for the value of that relationship. You never know when you may need someone that you've built relationships with in business for something that may be business related or not. You never know when someone may need what you're offering, but they may be too afraid to reach out because they don't know what type of person you are. A lot of times as entrepreneurs, we have tunnel vision and we only think about well, I'm scared and I don't want to do this. And what if I do this and fail? But we're not really thinking about how our customers and clients feel. There are customers and clients and potential customers and clients that are nervous too. There are customers and clients that have anxiety. There are customers and clients that don't want to reach out to people they don't know. So there are customers and clients that are nervous just like you, if you are nervous, are scared just like you. But one person has to be able to initiate bridging the gap and in my opinion, that should be our role as the owners, CEOs, visionaries, customer service representatives of our brands and our business. I can go on and on, sales managers, experts, executives of our business. So being relatable in business has so many benefits it all stems from being able to build rapport as far as the benefits in being relatable in business, being able to be that contact or being able to be that source that's initiating bridging the gaps. So I really hope that you all took something from this podcast. Ultimately, I want us all to be our very best. I want us all to be able to be as relational as we possibly can with our brand. And I want us all to be able to show up, so to speak, in our business. I've been saying show up like in every podcast episode because that's what we need to do. We need to start showing up and showing out for our business. 
So again, I hope this podcast episode helps someone out there. Like I say in every episode, I don't want the conversation to end. If you'd like to be a guest on the Brittany Bundles podcast, or if you'd like to feature or sponsor an episode, be sure to reach out to me via email. My email address is btalks at yahoo.com. Again, that is b-t-a-l-k-s at yahoo.com. You can also follow me on social media. I am on YouTube at Brittany Bundles. That is Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-N-E-Y, Bundles, B-U-N-D-L-E-S. I'm on Instagram, Brittany underscore Bundles, Facebook, Brittany Bundles, and Twitter, Brittany Bundles. Until next time, I'll talk to you all in the next podcast episode.